What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. Friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org, friendshipwithgod.org, or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here is our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. All right. All that cometh to me, he says in John 6, 37, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that comes to me I will in no wise cast out. So we've seen the importance of the shamash in the menorah and how the Lord Jesus Christ is the ultimate shamash. Like the shamash, he's the servant. Like the shamash, the Lord is the elevated. Like the shamash, he is preeminent. Like the shamash, he has light in himself. Like the shamash, only light comes through him. And like the shamash, if he doesn't give light, there's no light. Like the shamash, the Lord Jesus Christ watches over and guards his own. Now let's look at the other associations with the other candles. So here comes the first candle. Now each one of these I'm going to give you starts with the letter S. Starts with the letter S. So watch this. This shamash comes and he comes over here as he gives this light to this candle. All of a sudden there is a light in this candle. All right. So this light, this shamish comes to the first light, and he lights the first candle, and he gives to this candle the light of sin. I want you to think of it this way. I want you to view this as the soul of man, the soul of a man, your soul. I want you to view this as your soul and the shamish outside. So the shamish, as we showed, he came and he lit the first candle. It gives the light of the knowledge of sin in the soul. All of a sudden, the soul understands, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Because if a person doesn't know for himself that he's a sinner, he can't be saved. He can't know God. Because God said to Israel in Hosea 5.15, Hosea 5.15, I will go and return to my place. God said, I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. So the Lord Jesus Christ, he comes as the great shamash and brings the light of the knowledge of sin. John 15, 22. John 15, 22. If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not sinned. That's what the shamash does first. He brings the knowledge of sin to the soul. Now, 
The shamash brings this light of the knowledge of sin, as we said here. And now the second candle, the second candle. What can we associate with the second candle? As the shamash now comes to the second candle, he brings to the second candle the knowledge of separation. The knowledge of separation. It's one thing to know that you are a sinner, that you have sinned, but there's another light that he brings to the soul, and that is the light of separation. What do we mean by that? He is separated from God. The Lord Jesus Christ brings the knowledge of sin, and then the Lord Jesus Christ brings the knowledge that the sin has separated him from God. As it says in Isaiah 59.2, Isaiah 59.2, your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Now, then the shamish comes. So here's the soul, tormented really, with the light that he brings in the knowledge of sin, in the knowledge that he's been separated from God. But then the shamash comes and brings the light to the third candle. And as the shamash does that, comes the knowledge, the light of the knowledge of, oh, there's a remedy for this darkness. There's a remedy for this sin. There's a remedy for this separation. It is salvation. It's salvation. He comes and he brings this light where all of a sudden the person can see the truth of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. That's the hope of salvation. 1 John 5.11, 1 John 5.11. This is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life. He that hath not the son hath not life. Now, then the shamish comes, and a person is saved at that point because he's responded, and then he comes to the next candle, and as he comes there, he brings the light of sanctification. Sanctification. Now, sanctification. Then the person understands there's a big problem. There's a big problem. I not only sinned and needed forgiveness for God, the sin made me dirty, inside. It made me filthy. It made me feel guilty because I am guilty. It made me feel ashamed. It made me feel the inner defilement. So the Lord Jesus Christ comes as the great shamash, and he brings this hope of sanctification. In other words, he, t- he brings the light of the knowledge of 1 John 1.7. 1 John 1.7, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Revelation 1.5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And he said in John 15.3, now you're clean through the words that I have spoken unto you. And for the Jewish people especially, this is important, in Zechariah 13.1, Zechariah 13.1, this day's coming. In that day, there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the habits of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness, sanctification. Then he comes, the shamash comes, and into the soul he brings another light, and this is the light of seeing. This is the light of seeing. What are we talking about? There is something that happens to a person after he's saved, after he's been cleansed, and it is this. He says, All of a sudden, the person can see that the Lord Jesus Christ is God. He's God in the scriptures. It's not Jehovah. It's Jehovah Jesus. 
And all of a sudden, he sees this. He's never seen it before, and it's a vital sight. It's a vital seeing. The Lord said in John 8.24, John 8.24, I said therefore unto you, you shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am, or that I am the I am, you shall die in your sins. In John 6.40, John 6.40, and this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I'll raise him up at the last day. This is how the Jewish people were saved from the poisonous snake in Numbers 21. Those poisonous snakes had bit the people. The people had died or were in the process of dying. And in Numbers 21.6, it says, the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people. They bit the people. Much of the people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, we've sinned for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take the serpents away. And Moses prayed for the people, and the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. He lived. So that looking to be healed was symbolic of what the Lord Jesus Christ said in John 3.14, as he led up to John 3.16, when he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So when the Jewish people will all be saved in the future, you know what's going to happen? It's going to say in Zechariah 12.10, Zechariah 12.10, it says, I will pour upon the house of David and upon the house of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication, and they shall look upon me. They shall look upon me. They shall gaze upon me. They shall ponder upon me. They shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and be in bitterness for him as one is in bitterness for his firstborn. Seeing the Lord Jesus Christ throughout all the scriptures is vital. And that's what the shamash brings as a light, to see him. As he said in John 5.39, John 5.39, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have life? They are they which testify of me. And you will not come to me that you might have life. So the Lord Jesus Christ comes as the great shamash here, and he brings the light of seeing him like he did in Luke 24, 27, Luke 24, 27, beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And in Luke 24, 44, Luke 24, 44, he said unto them, these are the words that I spake unto you when I was yet with you, that it all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. See, then opened he their understanding so that he could see, they could see, they could see. It was the key. It was the shamash coming with the key so that he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Now, after all of this taken place, what happens now? What happens now is the shamash comes and he brings this next light here, which is the light of stepping, stepping. Life is a series of steps. It's a series of decisions. And there is a decision to walk with God or to not walk with God. When Abraham was 90 years old, God said to him, 
you step with me. Your steps go in sync with me in Genesis 17.1. Genesis 17.1. When Abram was 90 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Step before me and be thou perfect. In Genesis 5.24, that's the phrase that we think of Enoch. It's his life statement. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. To walk with God means to fulfill the Shema. What is it? The Shema, as we already said, is the Lord is one. And then it goes on in Deuteronomy 6.5. Deuteronomy 6.5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy might. These words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and I'll teach them diligently unto thy children, and talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by thy way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, God, 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 all the time God, and then God. So the Lord Jesus Christ, he comes as the great shamash, and he brings this light of how to walk with God, how to take steps with God, enabling a person. And he said in John 15, 5, John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much, for without me, you can do nothing. And in Philippians 2, Philippians 2.13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure or how to be in step with God. Then the shamash comes, the shamash comes now, and he brings a new light and it's the light of what should I do with my life? What should I do with my life? My life should be a life of service, of service. The shamash brings this, Deuteronomy 10, 12, Deuteronomy 10, 12. And now, O Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk, step, in his ways, to love him, to serve him with all thy heart, with all thy soul. Hebrews 12, 28, Hebrews 12, 28. Wherefore, we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear. This was the issue that Moses brought up to Pharaoh in Egypt when he said, let my people go. Why? So they can enjoy themselves? No. Let my people go that they may serve God. In Exodus 12, 31, Exodus 12, 31, when Pharaoh called for Moses, it says, he called for Moses and Aaron by night and said, rise up, get you forth among your people, both ye and the children of Israel, and go serve the Lord as ye have said. This is the great life statement for Joshua. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's the light of service. So the Lord Jesus Christ, he comes as the great shamash, and he gives the light of how to serve. John 15, 14, John 15, 14, he said, you are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. I've called you friends. Now, last, the shamash comes now and brings a new light, and as he does, this is the light of seeking, of seeking. The shamash is the one who brings the light of seeking. The shamash is the one who brings the light of how terrible it is to be lost. The shamash brings the light that our friends and our relatives and our acquaintances who are outside the Lord Jesus Christ. They're not just unsaved, they're lost. And to be lost is terrible. To be lost is described in Ephesians 2.12. This is the light the shamash brings 
when he says that at that time, you were without Christ. Being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. I mean, the ship without a rudder. To be without the Lord Jesus Christ, to be without the Messiah, to be, that's to be an alien, to be a stranger, to without hope. It's a description. That's what it means to be lost. It's not to be, it's, it means to be shut out. Or as Tim LaHaye wrote, left behind, cast out, thrust out of heaven. And God doesn't want that to happen to anyone. He doesn't want that. So the shamash comes and he brings the light that we need to be seeking because God's will is, from 2 Peter 3.9, 2 Peter 3.9, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God's will is, according to 1 Timothy 2.4, 1 Timothy 2.4, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And the lost are saved. And, they, and when they believe, that's wonderful. But the argument that the shamash brings is questions. Questions from Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10, 13. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except a descent that is written, as is written, how beautiful are the feet of them which preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. It's so terrible. The shamash brings the light of this to the soul. We were talking about last time we were together. The holy anxiety. That's the shamash that brings the holy anxiety for the lost. It's so terribly lost that the mission statement of the Lord Jesus Christ in Luke 19.10 was the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. God wants us to do that. He wants us to be like Philip in John 1.45. John 1.45, Philip findeth Nathanael. You can feel the excitement of it all. Philip findeth Nathanael and saith unto him, we found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of David. You can feel this excitement. We found him. That's coming from the light of the knowledge that the shamash brings of seeking. And that's he's seeking Nathanael. Philip was seeking Nathanael. So he comes as a great shamash, the Lord Jesus Christ does. He gives us the light of seeking and he says in John 20, 21, John 20, 21, then said Jesus again unto them, peace, I, peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, so send I you. And Matthew 28, 18, the great commission, he says, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. He says in John 5.14, John 5.14, now, he says, the shamash is given light. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, a menorah, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine. So the Lord Jesus Christ is the great shamash. He brings less light to us so that we can bring light to others. He brings the light to us. He multiplies his own light so that now we can give light to others. That's what he does as the great shamash. And if this has happened to you, if you've experienced these eight S's with these eight candles, if this has happened to you, then you can say, you can say a great miracle happened here in yours truly. A great, you can say that. You can say 
Nes gadol haya po. Nes gadol, nes, miracle, haya, uh, nes, miracle, gadol, big. Haya, happened, po. A big miracle happened here. How, how are you going to remember this? Well, you've got to remember Ness. Ness is the first name, right? Now, the only good coffee is brewed coffee, except for, <laughs> except for one coffee, which is actually a miracle coffee, so they call it Nescafe. <laughs> All right. All right, okay. Now, these are letters. Nescadohaya. If you know someone this has happened to, maybe this hasn't happened to you. This hasn't happened to you. Maybe this is foreign to you. Maybe you don't have the light of the knowledge of sin. You say, I'm a pretty person. You don't feel separated with God. No, I think I'm going to get just opened up to, okay. You don't say, I don't need to be saved. I don't need to be cleansed. I'm not dirty. You know, you could say, I don't see Jesus. It's just God for me. You could say, you know, I am not walk with God. My life's fine. So I don't want to serve God. I'm doing just fine. And seeking, that's not for me. Maybe this hasn't happened to you. Maybe it hasn't happened to you. And in that case, then you can say, like the dreidel is labeled, Nes Gadol Hayasham. I know somebody that's happened to that too. And so it happened to him over there. So you can say, a great miracle happened there, and that person, and that Christian, but not in me. Now, I'm going to give each one of you, or you're going to get each one of you, a dreidel. And it has on it these letters. It has on the letter Nun, it has the, for Nes the letter N for Ness, and then the Gimel for the G, Gadol, Ness, Gadol, and then the Chayah for the Chayah, Chayah for happened, and then the Shin for the Sham, or there, or there. So you're all going to get one that's going to say Ness, Gadol, Chayah, Sham, which means a great miracle happened there. In other words, this is going to really indicate that you know a Christian that this great miracle has happened to. But I'm also going to give you I'm also going to give you, because let's say that you are saved. You do have the light of sin and separation, salvation, and so forth. This has happened to you. This describes your soul. Then what I want you to do is over the shin, which stands for the there, I'm going to also give you a sticker, which is the P, the P, okay? And you're going to put that over that because this is your dreidel now, because this is saying a great miracle has happened with me. A great miracle happened here. And so this is for you. Now, let's say, for example, that you get the dreidel tonight, and this great miracle hasn't happened with you. So you keep this dreidel, because that means you know a Christian it hasn't happened to, and you keep this too, for the future, (laughs) when you will be able to replace the there with the here, and then you'll be able to have that. Okay, in conclusion, I hope that from tonight, you have some takeaway. You have some takeaway, more than the latkes. (laughs) I hope you take away a new, fresh, meaningful associations with the menorah that represents the soul, with the shamash that represents the Lord Jesus Christ, with the individual lights that the shamash brings, and with the dreidel is how we are born. We don't say with us. No one is born a believer. No one is born a Christian. No one is born a Christian. A Christian becomes a Christian in their life through these lights that come to him, and then they can put this on. I hope that you go away tonight with these new associations, but especially with how the Lord Jesus Christ is the great shamash. He's the light of the world. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much.
Lord, that you are the light of the world. Lord Jesus, you came into the world to give light. You are the light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Thank you for giving us the revelation. Who hath believed our report? No. To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. Friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org and sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestorationministries.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California, Santee, California, 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org, tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. Or for more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org.